Alan Samuel Studios. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. And an interesting contrast in our pitching matchup here. First for Atlanta, it's the 39-year-old right-hander from Reading, Connecticut, Charlie Morton. This is his 16th season in the big leagues. And for the Rangers, it's the 25-year-old left-hander from Alito, Texas, Cody Bradford, tonight making his major league debut. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alliance Bank Central Texas. By Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. And by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. 2-2, bouncer, third base, backhand pick by Young to second one, on the first, got him! Double play! That'll help a kid out. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. 20th pitch of the inning. And this one is clubbed high in the air to center field. Can of corn for Leody Tavares. And a scoreless first inning in the books for the rookie, Cody Bradford, making his big league debut. Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Hi and welcome. John Morris Show on a Tuesday. Glad you're with us. Highlight cuts in there. Uh, let's see, courtesy of the Rangers Radio Network. You heard Matt Hicks in there. Courtesy of Bally Sports from last night. Dave Raymond with the call. What a night at Globe Life Field in Arlington. You say, uh, wait a second, that was a 12-0 Rangers loss. Well, it was, but it was also the uh, Major League debut of Baylor product, Cody Bradford. So, really, really cool uh, night. Fun to watch him. Uh, Aaron, he got rocked pretty good by the Braves and uh, everybody that I've heard from and talked to about it said yeah that's a tough way to make your debut against the Atlanta Braves it really is one of the best teams in the league and it did not obviously go how he wanted it to go but it's more about I think getting it out of the way not many people on yeah. their first major league start as a pitcher are just dominant you know right. as a matter of fact most of them struggle like he did sure absolutely but uh cool to see him out there he went five innings last night which we were talking about you know really part of the reason if not the main reason he was called up was well he earned it I mean he was pitching very very well for AAA Round Rock uh, he had a five and one record he had the second best ERA in all of minor leagues a 0.91 ERA for the Round Rock Express so he had earned the call up but part of it was uh, the Rangers were coming off a long road trip. They just needed somebody, kind of a stopgap to start the game last night, which uh, he filled that bill and kind of makes you wonder if he'll stick, if he'll stay, or if he might just come up for this one start and get sent back. Yeah, I think that's probably going to be the case. Not 100%, but right, I, right. I think the what you described is exactly what it was. They, had, they needed a, a spot starter to give the, the staff – Starters and the and the bullpen some some rest someone to eat up some innings and and that's what he was able to do yeah and that's not a knock on him no, that's not no, saying not he came up and the Rangers lost the game he started twelve to nothing that's not the reason it's more they just need him I mean, that's the plan to bring him up for one game he goes back and continues to work in Round Rock then they find a time to bring him up to stay yeah it's just how Major League Baseball works yeah. you can get called up 
for a week or two because of an injury or because right. of this situation, you know, with the pitching staff needed an extra day's rest, and then you, then you can go back. Because I don't think that they think that he's ready to be a full-time Major League mm-hmm. starter. He's obviously close, though, the way he's dominating the minor leagues, and he will be soon, I think. Yeah, I thought he looked very uh, calm and under control last night. Again, facing a really tough lineup in the Atlanta Braves. He pitched five innings. He gave up seven runs, six earned, three strikeouts, two walks in the game. You heard some of the highlights there in the open. But I thought uh, I thought um, seemed very composed out there on a major league mound for the first time. Yeah, you're, he didn't look all struck. That, right. That's a good right. That's right. a good uh, way to describe it. I think he he was very calm. Like I said, he didn't didn't have his greatest outing, but nothing to be ashamed of, and and he has got that under his belt. It's all uphill from here. Yeah, um, his uh, of course his whole family was there. Cody's from, if you remember, he, he's from Alito. Alito yeah. So this is a guy who grew up, uh, and his dad posted some pictures yesterday. First of him as a kid wearing a Baylor shirt, and he ended up at Baylor. And then as a little leaguer wearing a Rangers uh, jersey, and he ended up with the Rangers. So I think I think his dad Randy said uh, dreams do come true. So <laughs> that was really cool. Yeah, it usually doesn't work out like that, right? You see a few situations like that where people go to their dream school and then their dream team. Micah Parsons yeah. was that yeah. example of that. He he was grew up wanting to go to Penn State and play for the Cowboys, mm. and that happened. And then wow. obviously the same thing here. Growing up a Baylor and Rangers fan. Yeah. Really Pretty incredible to be able to do both of those. Really cool. So fun to watch. Uh, Cody Bradford, the Baylor X, uh, made his Major League debut last night. He was the uh, 2018 Pitcher of the Year in the Big 12 Conference. Had a great career uh, out of uh, at Baylor. Uh, Sixth-round draft pick by the Rangers uh, out of Baylor. Here is uh, Cody Bradford visiting with Emily Jones of Valley Sports following his Major League debut last night. Probably not the results that you wanted, but can you put into perspective um, just what happened here tonight? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, obviously not how anybody draws up their debut, but uh, God blessed me with an amazing opportunity to to pitch at home in front of a lot of friends and family, so definitely take that. Um, The Braves did a good job of hitting pitches over the middle of the plate tonight, so left the cutter middle-middle, got hit out. Uh, Cooney did a great job on a, on a slider down, so um, kudos to those guys, and just hope uh, the next opportunity goes a little, little bit better. So. And talking to Boja and yeah. CY about you leading up to this, and they both talked about the confidence that you had and you wouldn't mm-hmm. be, you know, that wouldn't waver in this situation. Did sure. you feel that way? Did you feel confident? Or did you have some jitters? Or what were the emotions like? Yeah, I think uh, Mike did a good job. Um, every time I came back in, you know, sit me down, him and Jonah both, hey, you know, this is working well. Let's go heaters glove side, stay on the attack. And so... Uh, a little bit of confidence boost there, you know, hearing it from those guys. You know, even if I'm giving up a couple hits here and there, like stick with what you what you can do well tonight. So that's what I tried to do. What do you take from this? I take that, uh, you know, big leagues is tough, but you got to be a little bit finer with some pitches, and we'll roll with it. All right, there's Cody Bradford uh, last night after his Major League debut. Again, five innings against the Atlanta Braves. He got the loss. Rangers got the loss, 12 to nothing. Uh, one, one thing, uh, pretty cool, uh, Bally Sports, you know, they played it up really well. Uh, they put up a graphic at one point about Baylor 
products who had been drafted and pitched for the Rangers. Maybe not drafted by the Rangers, right, but, but pitched yeah. for the Rangers. Um, there are one, two, three, four, five, six on the list. How many of those can you name? <laughs> Baylor guys who pitched, uh, not just pitched, but who played for the Rangers. Audience oh, play players? along. Yeah. Okay. David, not just pitchers. Right, right, right. Uh, Can Dave, be pitchers in any, any position. Right. Uh, obviously, Cody Bradford, David Murphy. Yep. Um, why am I already blanking? <laughs> There's two that I forgot. Well, uh, um, and, and we had him in the studio, and I cannot remember yep. his name. Yep, you're he, right. He was John Tolleson. John Tolleson. Yep. He closed for the Rangers yep. for, I think, two solid years. Yeah. was an all-star the first yeah. year at closing. Uh, Sean Tolleson. Uh, you said David Murphy. David Murphy. Yep. Yeah, that's... Uh, Jason Jennings oh, pitched yeah. with the Rangers. Oh, that's right. He did. He, he moved late around career, a little bit late. Yeah. Right, right. Yep. So Jason Jennings mm-hmm. was there. And then the two that I'd kind of forgotten pitched with the Rangers. Kip Wells pitched with the Rangers. Uh, he was about the same time as, as Jason Jennings uh-huh. and Logan Verrett. Logan had his most success with the Mets. But he was with the Rangers for a short time. Okay, so I don't feel as bad. I would right. have never gotten the last three. No, I wouldn't, three. Have, I wouldn't have got those two either. Right. So. I, I, obviously, I knew Kip Wells and Jason Jennings pitching in the major leagues. Yep. But I, I don't remember Kip Wells pitching for the Rangers. I do remember Jason Jennings now that you say that. But it wasn't very long, and it wasn't like the bright spot of his career, right. if that makes sense. Right. No, you're exactly right. Kind of, that may have been his last stop, in fact. You may be right. Yeah, I think so. And Kip Wells pitched for about... Eight different teams, yeah. too. So uh, so that was cool, part of the broadcast last night. Uh, another fun part of it was uh, they had a good shot of, of uh, Cody's family that was up there together. Uh, his wife is Maddie, Ma- former Maddie O'Neill, and she was a softball player at Baylor. So uh, there's a great connection there, both Baylor grads, Maddie softball, Cody Bradford uh, baseball. And the Baylor softball team, we told you yesterday, went up there as a kind of a fun getaway trip and they had that plan before they knew Cody was going to be called up <laughs> but they were they were going to be at the game anyway and they ended up seeing uh, Cody's major league debut last night so pretty fun for them to be there some Baylor uh, green and gold in the stands uh, we'll visit with Brittany Newman uh, coming up in just a little bit ask her about that experience last night for Baylor softball it's now headed out for the NCAA regional in Salt Lake City they'll open play there on Friday but really cool night in Arlington last night despite the score uh you know in my mind the score the final score is inconsequential it was Cody Bradford's major league debut last night for the Rangers so really really fun to see wish him nothing but the best all right we're off and running on a Tuesday hey we're glad you're with us today we appreciate you being with us if you're in a line a pickup line at a school uh, be patient out there drive carefully Remember those school zones and uh, be patient wherever you might be. Just uh, keep it here and we'll keep you entertained as best we can while you're in that pickup line. Take a break. Back with more in a moment to the Alan Samuels Studios. Thanks to Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Coach Mitch Thompson and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears back in action Tuesday on the road in Stephenville to take on the Tarleton Texans. 6.15 for the warm-up show, 6.30 first pitch Tuesday for Baylor Tarleton Baseball. This is the home for Baylor Bear Baseball, ESPN Central Texas. 
In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format, helping break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kalea with Kalea Wealth Management. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on Apple and Spotify. Kalea Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Jesse Britt's Automotive wants to help your car get ready for the Texas heat. Now through Saturday, they're offering free automotive AC checkup with any vehicle service at Jesse Britt's Automotive. Plus, let them help keep your car roadworthy with their computerized alignments discounted for a limited time at only $49.99. The alignments come with free tire rotation and free visual brake inspection. Just mention this ad, Jesse Britt's Automotive, discounting your prices, not your service. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Uncle Worm Smokehouse Texas Cuisine is not just a food truck anymore. They now have a restaurant in the Old Red Barn in Bosqueville. Enjoy their special unique dishes like Mac Daddy brisket mac and cheese, meatballs, plus the best ribeye steaks in town, featuring a full bar with unique cocktails. Ladies, bring two or more friends for ladies' night every Wednesday night and get 10% off. Karaoke Thursday nights and famous catering for any event. Open Tuesday through Saturday, Uncle Worm Smokehouse Texas Cuisine, located on 19th Street in Bosqueville. The source for Baylor Athletic News and Information, ESPN Central Texas. The Clifton Chamber of Commerce welcomes all to the 11th Annual Bosque Tour de Norway Bicycle Rally, Saturday, May 20th. Since its introduction in 2012, the rally continues to gain popularity among cyclists for its burning climbs, gorgeous panoramic views, the generous hospitality of local volunteers, and the unique cultural experiences of Clifton. Register now at bikereg.com. That's bikereg.com. Or register the day of. Registration begins at 6 a.m. The race starts at 8 a.m. As the host of the Bosque Tour de Norway, the Clifton Chamber of Commerce invites you to join us for a lovely spring day of cycling, wildflowers, and fun. Find new roads to Chevy of West, home of Silverado City, or ChevyofWest.com. During their Spring into Adventure sales event, make no payments for 90 days and save big on their Texas size selection. And if you're in the market for a certified pre-owned vehicle, now is the best time this year to save big. Chevy of West proudly supports and cheers the West High School baseball team in their playoff venture. Chevy of West, off I-35 in West, or online at ChevyofWest.com. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial business is in good hands. Alliance Bank Central Texas with two Waco locations, also in Temple and Georgetown and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender.
Back with us, John Morris Show, ESPN Central Texas, alongside Aaron Sexton, brought to you in part by Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Great new location, 2003 South Loop 340 and Highway 6. Check it out. Their huge new showroom with over 2,000 items, including all the do-it-yourself steel products from Spring Creek, Makita Power Tools, Nuts and Bolts from Hillman, plus welding rods and welding accessories. They offer the best in custom metal buildings from buildings that fit your needs to full residential and commercial options, and they can help you with advice on constructing a barnuminium, including finding the best contractor for the project. They also offer structural steel and pipe, sheet and expanded metal, culverts and gates, H-braces and fence posts, and purlin tubing, beams, and weld plates. Remember, they deliver and unload. That is significant. It is Pioneer Steel and Pipe open Monday through Friday, 7.30 to 5, Saturday, 8 to noon, and 24-7 on the web at pioneerboys.com. How many times do I say, I'm going to stop by there? I drive by there every day, sometimes twice a day, sometimes more than that, coming out here to the station, and I keep saying I'm going to stop in and look, and I just haven't done it yet. I just drive right on by. (laughs) Yeah, it's... uh... I need to budget my time better. (laughs) Give myself a little time. Yeah, I was about to say. Instead of. You're usually in in a a pretty good hurry (laughs) when you're driving by to get to the station. No, no, no. (laughs) Well, it's not because you're, you know, waiting until the last minute. It's just the way your schedule works. Yeah, true. I I try to stay within the speed limit. How how early do I get here? What's the earliest I get here? 10 till. Oh, that's really early. Yeah. Well, it's about 7 or 8 till today, but. Yeah. Yeah. That is early because I gave myself a little extra time today. I had to take a dress that my wife had uh, um, borrowed, not really borrowed. She bought it from Courtney's. You know where Courtney's is over there in Central Texas Marketplace that just didn't work for her. So I took it back and apologized profusely for bringing it back, as she asked me to. But I gave myself some time to take that back, and actually it went quicker than I thought it would. So that's why I was here early. <laughs> you budget your time like I do. Uh, like yeah. I, I, it, it would take some extraordinary circumstances for me to be late. Yeah, you know? I hear that. So. Hey, have we mentioned uh, Baylor baseball is back in action tonight? They are in Stephenville. They'll take on Tarleton uh, on the air at 6.15, first pitch at 6.30. Coming up tonight with uh, Derek and Max Calderon, the broadcast here on ESPN Central Texas. Final week of the season for Baylor baseball. They'll play tonight in Stephenville, then come home and close with a three-game non-conference series against Cal State Bakersfield. And those games are Thursday at 6.30, Friday at 6.30, and Saturday at 2 for Baylor and uh, Cal State Bakersfield. And you say, uh, you know, and you know Baylor's out of the running for uh, a spot in the Big 12 tournament. They lost that opportunity by being swept by TCU this past weekend, or that just kind of finished things off. But uh, you say, why are they playing Cal State Bakersfield? Well, this, I mean, the schedule was made a long time ago. And they didn't want to have a whole open weekend, even though uh, they finished the conference portion of their schedule. So that's why they scheduled Bakersfield for this weekend. So they'll just sort of uh, play out the string. And as Zach Dillon told us yesterday, hopefully finish on an up note. Uh, Hopefully they can finish with four wins this week. Yeah, obviously they, when you make the schedule, you know, before this year, they had made the Big 12 tournament every year. And you don't want to have... Yeah. A full week off, you know, in between your last game, which would have been today against Tarleton 
if they hadn't scheduled that series yeah, that's right. before the Big 12 tournament. Absolutely. They may never have a full week off again. Remember when they had yeah, the weekend I off? I do remember that. It was <laughs> During weird. finals, yeah. yeah. And came back and, and still really haven't gotten their bats going again after that uh, six days off for finals. So that, uh, that schedule may look different moving uh, into the future as well. Hey, Baylor softball is still going. They are headed to Salt Lake City. They're leaving tomorrow morning. They'll open play Friday in the Salt Lake Regional, hosted by the University of Utah. Utah's the host and the number one seed. Baylor's the number two seed. Southern Illinois and Ole Miss are the other teams that are there. Ole Miss, the three seed. Southern Illinois, the Salukis are the four seed. But Baylor is in the NCAA tournament, back in the NCAA tournament, opening play on Friday. Let's talk about all of that with Brittany Newman, the associate head coach for Baylor softball, after a break. Britt joins us when we come back. John Morris Show, brought to you in part by D'Amore Fine Jewelers. D'Amore with that 60% off store-wide clearance sale going on now at and through the end of the month at D'Amore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. And she sends this one deep to the right side, way back, and gone. A two-run home run for Savannah Poe, and the Lady Pirates lead it two to nothing. The Crawford Lady Pirates look to defend their state championship and go back-to-back with a return trip to Austin. This week, the region semifinals versus Collinsville. A doubleheader from Weatherford Thursday night starting at 5.30 on 104.9 FM. Lady Pirates softball is presented by TFNB, your bank for life. Jesse Britt's Automotive wants to help your car get ready for the Texas heat. Now through Saturday, they're offering free automotive AC checkup with any vehicle service at Jesse Britt's Automotive. Plus, let them help keep your car roadworthy with their computerized alignments discounted for a limited time at only $49.99. The alignments come with free tire rotation and free visual brake inspection. Just mention this ad, Jesse Britt's Automotive. Discounting your prices, not your service. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial business is in good hands. Alliance Bank Central Texas with two Waco locations, also in Temple and Georgetown and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Central Texas now has an exciting new store where customers will enjoy a boutique-style setting for men's clothing. Welcome to Sterling Clothing Company. There, you'll find men's dressy casual clothing, good for every day at the office or perhaps dinner that night, but also shorts, swimwear, athletic wear, and shoes for the pool or attending the game. Sterling Clothing Company features brand names not usually found at other Central Texas stores, including Onward Reserve, Johnny O, Turtleson, 34 Heritage, Seven Diamonds, and Two Under Underwear. This store has one-of-a-kind clothing for all ages. Locally owned and operated, Sterling Clothing Company, 2012 North Valley Mills Drive, Waco, and at sterlingclothingco.com and on Facebook and Instagram. Open Tuesday through Saturday, 10 to 6, and Sunday, noon till 5. Listen to the John Moore Show online at syntexsportsfan.com. 
Hey, folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I want to thank everybody for a jam up April and ask for more of the same in May. If you're thinking about trading or selling your vehicle, we will offer you $1,000 over wholesale value, which will save us a trip to the auction. So don't be fooled by all those big discounts offered by some. Totally find out that the hidden cost will cost you thousands. Buy from people you can trust without all the gimmicks. So give us a call, 840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away at McGregor. We'll treat you like family. Baylor, Scott & White, Hillcrest Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics. Our physicians specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of all sports-related injuries. Located at the Ted and Sue Getterman Sports and Orthopedic Center on the Baylor, Scott & White, Hillcrest campus. This state-of-the-art facility includes advanced MRI imaging, outpatient orthopedic surgery center, and a sports therapy department with indoor and outdoor physical therapy spaces. Trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the the game. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MayaFuels.net. That's MayaFuels.net. You're listening to The John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Here's the wind and the pitch. Swing and a miss. Strike three. Crandall gets out of the jam. An inning-ending strikeout. Her first of the ball game. Iowa State does get a couple base hits. They strand both of the runners, though. It's time for our weekly check on Baylor softball. Here's associate head coach Brittany Sneed Newman with the voice of the Bears. Dan Ingham with the call, courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. Baylor's last game was uh, the Big 12 Conference Tournament, the loss to Iowa State. Now it's on to the NCAA Tournament. As we mentioned earlier, Baylor the two-seed in the Salt Lake City Regional. Baylor will open against Ole Miss on Friday at noon Central Time. That'll be 11 a.m. Mountain Time in uh, Salt Lake City. Welcome in, Baylor's Associate Head Coach, Brittany Newman. And, uh, Britt, are we interrupting practice, or are you all finished with practice for the day. Hey, hey John. Yeah, we are um, coming live from Baylor softball <laughs> practice right now. Just stepped right outside of the forge. That's what we call our yeah. uh, the bullpen. Stepped outside the forge and um, happy to, to be talking to you. I like that. It's like you're you're coming on the air with us. We are live at Getterman Stadium. So well done, Miss <laughs> Broadcaster. <laughs> where where did the name uh the forge come from what's the how did that start yeah so we i really wanted to come up with a different name for just our space that we uh work out at and you know we were just talking about how each person in there creating a culture of really trying to sharpen each other and uh just having conversations good culture of sharpening one another and we also have that the scripture in there, which is uh, Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen, which says, "Iron sharpens iron, one sharpens another." And so you think about the forge, and that's where the the metal, uh, you know, is, is heated, uh, hard pressed, and made sharp. Um, and so we just felt like that was kind of our um, what we wanted our culture to be in the bullpen. And so we changed 
changed it officially to the forge. Yeah. We are in there sharpening each other and creating a, a culture of helping one another. I love it. And it's in both bullpens. So the visiting teams that come in, you know, you're you're witnessing to them when they come in, right? <laughs> that's right. Yeah. That's right. I always wish I could just be a fly on the wall when yeah. the visiting team comes in and they see that in there and they're like, hmm. So. Very nice. Maybe yeah. that'll plant a seed. So that's very good. That's right. Hey, congratulations. We don't take it lightly making the NCAA tournament. Uh, what are your thoughts? Uh, you didn't get to host uh, right on the border of hosting, but headed to Salt Lake City. Uh, what are your thoughts about being a part of that field of four out there? Yes, yeah, really excited that we um, are in the NCAA tournament this year. Really feel like, you know, playing last year in the NISC, which is like the NIT tournament for basketball, getting to compete in the NISC and, and winning it and uh, really getting some postseason experience last year with that team that was so young. And uh, really feel like that that benefited us, catapulted us into having a, a great season, great camaraderie, and, um, you know, helped us get to where we are in knocking off a bunch of really great teams and um, – so getting to see our name called Sunday night was was definitely the reward the reward we were looking for and you know it it would have been the ideal treat to stay at home at right. Um but you know we we uh, we compete well on the road as well and so we're excited to to go on the road and and win there too. Do you have any sense of how close you were to maybe hosting? Oh, John, we had to have been close. Yeah, you know, we no. always there and talk about well what do you think the committee's thinking here you know we look at all the rpi and all the the top five wins and um you know we just think of of, of travel logistics and 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 you know temperatures of of playing and and you know how beautiful getterman is and man we feel like we had to have been close yeah. but we don't know for sure absolutely well and, and you kind of play uh you wouldn't do this but i will you wouldn't play comparison but the 14 15 and 16 seeds so georgia utah and clemson have fewer top 10 wins than you do combined than you do have top yeah. five wins so i mean that's a big part of it and alabama which is the number five national seed i think they've got five top 10 wins this year so mm-hmm. you, you made your case i mean you made your case really well to be a host this year we did, and what's exciting is is uh, that we can, you know, we didn't get the host, but we still can, we still have those wins under our belt, and know that it will that it will pay off for us as we continue to compete. So very looking good. Looking forward to doing that. All right, what do you think about the uh, the field there in Utah? Utah's the host. They're the Pac-12 tournament champs, first ever Pac-12 tournament, beat UCLA in the championship. Them, Ole Miss, and Southern Illinois, the other three teams. What do you think, uh, and, and, you know, how do you match up maybe with those others? Yeah, I think, you know, some great teams there. Um, even Southern Illinois, you know, they um, have played well here at the end and have won their conference when it mattered, and, um, but you know, just looking at at uh, other, uh, I'm sorry, at Ole Miss and at Utah, just you know, player for player, so so similar, so many great athletes, good pitching, good hitting, timely hitting. Um, it's it's going to be a battle, but um, you know, I think just like we've been doing, is we've got to come out, we've got to minimize mistakes, and we've got to pitch well, um, get those timely hits. And I know that's what they're the other teams are, are working right. on as well, and. So, it'll be tough. Where, uh, Britton, this is your forte. Where do you feel like you are pitching-wise going into the NCAA regional? 
Yeah, John, I feel I feel confident. You know, I have been so proud of Casey West and Riley Crandall for really stepping up, being a freshman and a sophomore, really stepping up in these big games when we've needed to rest Dari. And, you know, I'm just <clears> – I'm so happy for them. And, again, going back to the forge and ironing, sharpening iron, I mean, that's, that's what Dari and all of them have been doing. When Dari's been resting, she's been out there sharpening them helping them, encouraging them, coaching them, um, you know, so I'm just, I'm happy where we are and um, I, uh, I feel confident. They feel confident. That's the most important yeah, thing. Yeah. They feel confident and it's good. Did they, did Riley and Casey get a real shot of confidence, uh, you know, the way they pitched and the three game sweep of Texas to end the regular season? They did. And I think the reason why they, they competed so well, against Texas in those games is because of who they had already played. You know, Coach Moore scheduled a tough schedule this season. And, you know, those two getting the ball in some of those big games against Tennessee, I can think of one. And, um, you know, Riley getting a win against Tennessee. And, and I, you know, just getting in. And Casey went in against Oklahoma and, you know, kept them, you know, she threw, the, she threw well against them. And so I think just as the season has kind of trickled on, they've been able to get in games and, get some confidence and throw against some great lineups. And so that it, that's what paved the way for them to do so well here at the end and against Texas. Brittany Newman, our guest, Baylor softball associate head coach, the uh, pitching coach for the Bears headed to Salt Lake City NCAA tournament there beginning on Friday. Uh, can you give us a thumbnail uh, scouting report on Ole Miss, your first opponent out there on Friday? Yeah, Ole Miss. So they've got um, they've got some – you know, a good, a good solid pitching staff. I think they've got six pitchers on their staff. Um, they've got two or three of them that are doing the bulk of their work, like most this time of year, um, that have kind of got all the aspects of, of speed, change-ups, moving the ball up and down. Um, so they're, they've got a good staff. And then, and then hitting-wise, you know, they, they've hit 40, I think 44 home runs this season. So they, you know, they've been hitting, hitting the ball well and, um, They've got a, a few girls on their team that can run pretty fast, and so they've been um, getting some some steals. But um, overall, you know, just a team that's that's won some games in the SEC um, that they should have won, and probably lost a couple that they that, that they let slip away. But a but a good team nonetheless, and um, they're going to be tough. Pretty amazing, isn't it? The uh, the SEC uh, since thirteen teams, every team that plays softball into the NCAA tournament. That's wild, isn't it? <laughs> it is wild, and they do. They play each other. They're tough. They're a great conference, tough conference, and they beat up on each other a little bit. Right. But, um, yeah, that that is crazy. Yeah, but uh, you know, you got those two big wins over Tennessee, one of the top teams in the in the SEC at their place in Knoxville. So you're no stranger to playing uh, playing big bad SEC schools. <laughs> That's right. We we've, we've had a good schedule and, and have enjoyed getting to play all all these great top teams and. Um, just looking forward to continuing at that this weekend in Utah. Britt, any uh, correlation to last season when you lost to Iowa State in the Big 12 tournament, disappointing there, and then didn't make the NCAAs, but went to uh, Colorado and won the NISC. Uh, and this year you lose to Iowa State, and uh, you are in the NCAAs. Your resume good enough to get you in there. But is there, you know, is there a chance at, uh, you know, kind of a second chance after losing to Iowa State 
State prematurely in the Big 12 tournament, but now you get to play another game and, and bigger games ahead. That's right. I think we uh, – Iowa State, I think they last year they helped us refocus to go into <laughs> NISD, and so this year we're hoping the same thing, that they have refocused us. We've had some good practice this week. Um, feel like we're ready to go, so – I, I think I see some correlation there as far as being ready to play. Very good. Well, safe travels. Uh, we wish you're at home, but we understand. And good luck and hope you're coming back and on your way to the Super Regionals next time we talk. So good luck this weekend. Thank you, John. Sick on Bears. All right. Appreciate it. That is Brittany Newman, Baylor softball associate head coach. Pitching staff really, uh, you know, really shorthanded, but they have been for the majority of this year. I mean, remember remember when they started the year, Aaron, um, Dari Orm was the number one. Aaliyah Bradford was the number two. And that's how they beat Oklahoma back in February, that combo of those two, because they really complemented each other. And now Dari's been limited, and Aaliyah's been out with the knee injury for a long time so Riley Crandall freshman's had to step up and Casey West who was you know a sometimes pitcher has become really you know their number two pitcher here down the stretch so they're used to going shorthanded um, which you hate to do but they've got experience doing that yeah and it will help them in next season yeah. obviously they'll have more pitching depth when everybody gets healthy and comes back it obviously didn't help this season to put it mildly you know right. not have your second and third pitchers I, I don't uh, think that they had planned on pitching a freshman as much as what happened with the pitches they had but she's pitched great when she's had to and they have had to have her especially yep. like in the Texas series when she won two of the three games so headed to Utah, they'll play Ole Miss on Friday at noon on the air at 1145 on 101.3 FM. Dan Ingham will be our man there covering the games and broadcasting the games. So keep tuned in there. Uh, ESPN televises uh, every pitch of every regional. I can't say for sure where this one will be on Friday. I'll find out. But it, uh, it will be available TV-wise as well. Um, double elimination in the four-team regional. So a win and Baylor would play uh, again on Saturday, a loss, and they would play for uh, an elimination game on Saturday, and the tournament continues through Sunday. So good luck to Britt. Appreciate her stepping away from practice to visit with us. Baylor softball headed into the NCAA tournament. Their next win will be their 40th of the year. So, uh, again, a really, really good season with some really high moments and uh, big, big wins for this team this year. All right, let's take a break. Uh, back with more in just a moment. We'll look ahead. We'll share some birthdays with you and uh, plenty more to come. Stay with us. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Alliance Bank. Alliance Bank Central Texas, independently owned and has been helping families and businesses in Central Texas meet their financial needs since 2007. Two locations in Waco, one in Temple, one in Georgetown. That is Alliance Bank, Central Texas. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. And he's going to have to go get sensitivity training. Aaron, don't you wish we could all get sensitivity training before we hold off and said something stupid? It's interesting how different people see these things. I think, based on what he said, Bob Huggins is incredibly fortunate to still be coaching at West Virginia. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. 
Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham. Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Like most of us, Ronnie Weethorn's reflecting on his dad these days. Who do you turn to for advice? When I needed a plumber, I asked my dad. When I wasn't sure what car to buy, I asked my dad. But one time, I chose my old mechanic. That didn't turn out so well. Dad looks at me and says, what did you do that for? I could have told you not to use that guy. So what are you going to do when you need foundation repair? You better ask Dad. And Dads, if you want to be the hero, you better say the foundation doctor. Only the foundation doctor will care for your kid's home the way you do. We never recommend work you don't need, and we offer the best products for the best value. The doctor will never be that guy. Give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. You got doors that are sticking or cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Happy Father's Day. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. In the five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys in here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in, and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area. I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. In Cummins Bank wants you to be the first to know about our newest rewards checking account, Mars Rewards. Mars Rewards goes beyond any other debit card-based rewards program by giving you exponential earning potential. We even reward you when your referred friends open a Mars Rewards account and use their debit card. Open your Mars Reward checking account, use your debit card, and get paid. Visit InCommonsBank.com Mars to view complete account requirements and open your free Mars Rewards checking account today. In Commons Bank, member FDIC. Richard Carr's lot is loaded with GMC Sierra trucks, the most advanced and luxurious pickup in its class. Step up to the astonishingly advanced 1500 Sierra Crew Cab and save 3500 at Richard Carr. Plus, well-qualified buyers get 0.9% financing and no payments for 90 days on most new 2023 GMC Sierra 1500s in stock. Call now, get here now, or log on now to richardcar.com and drive home your new GMC Sierra today. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Richard Carr, they have the truck for you. We get it almost every night 
Back with us, final segment, John Morris Show. That is uh, a different version. <laughs> it really is. Right? Of Dancing in the Moonlight. I like the song. King Harvest did the original. That is the version by Top Loader is the group. And I wouldn't have known that. But, uh, you know, we're talking softball today. And every time when I'm leaving softball after doing a game there, this is one of the songs they're playing over the loudspeakers. And so I asked Derek Page, who has been the marketing uh, guy with softball, I said, I like that version. Who is that? And he told me, and I immediately forgot who it was. So today I was thinking about it and went searching for it and found it. So pretty cool version. Top Loader is it's the different. group. Yeah. It is different. It really yeah. is. But I like I When like I the heard song. the first of it and then the, the actual singing started, I was like, wait right. a minute. Yeah, yeah. What's going on here? You didn't recognize it or you didn't know what song it was, right? <laughs> I didn't right? know what Until version, got there. Yeah. yeah. No, I knew the song. Okay. Yeah. Very good. All right. Welcome back uh, in the Alan Samuels studios alongside Aaron Sexton. We appreciate Brittany Newman being on with us, Baylor softball associate head coach. What a great group they have there with softball. Um, I don't want to... I mean, it'd be fun to go with them. I don't want to travel anymore <laughs> this year, but <laughs> right. they are a fun group to be around. I mean, if you travel with Glenn and Hoot and, and Britt and Megan Diaz, you know, and Danny Price and all of them, they are a fun group to be with. And a great uh, – she was talking about the culture of the uh, bullpens with named The Forge, and there's a big sign on the screen there that says The Forge, and it's got the verse on there that she was talking about. That that – that says who they are, Baylor softball right there. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. So good luck to them. Hopefully they've got uh, more softball to be played after this weekend. They could win that regional. It's a tough regional. Uh, Glenn, talking to the media earlier today, said uh, some analytics say this is the second toughest regional of any of the 16 in the country. He didn't say which one was tougher, but it is a tough regional. It's four really good teams out there. But I think Baylor's right there with them. I think Baylor, you know, could come out of that regional, which would be great. Yeah, and it's going to come down to pitching like it always does in yeah. softball. Yeah, exactly. Especially, always. especially the, the further you get in the season and the postseason, the the top pitchers just really, really come right. through. Now, more so, yeah. Oklahoma's kind of made that a little untrue just because they score 15 runs a game. Yeah. <laughs> but for the most part, when you get the really top teams in the country facing each other in the regionals and super regionals in the College World Series, you're going to get pitching battles most of the time. Oh, you mean Oklahoma that's 51-1? and one, They're they're not <laughs> they one, one the dimensional? They can hit the ball a little bit too, yeah. <laughs> Prior to this dynasty, yeah. it was almost always low-scoring final series or final games before they switched yeah, true. to the series. 1-0, 2-0. That's it was right. Just, you know, pitchers would You usually dominate. ended up with the two best pitchers in the country. And you know what? Brittany Newman was one of those. When she was pitching, oh, Brittany Snead pitching for LSU, All-American pitcher, she was one of those, too. So she knows what she talks about. Well, and look, I'm not taking away anything away from the rest of the Texas team during that time. But mm -hmm. you remember, Texas made two Final Fours with Cat mm -hmm. Osterman. Cat Osterman, And there yeah. wasn't a lot else on that team as mm -hmm. far as, you know, no superstars right. that I can remember. It was mainly her pitching that got them there. Yeah. Obviously, they have to score runs. Other people contributed. But the biggest part of that was her just, you know, like Brittany 
Snead Newman was the, a huge, huge part, obviously, of getting LSU there. That's it. That's it. So good luck to them. First game comes up on Friday at noon Central Time, Baylor versus Ole Miss, to open play in the NCAA Salt Lake City Regional. Uh, all right, Aaron, uh, Matt Mosley is coming up uh, top of the hour. What do you got? I was listening to you guys yesterday, and I really was entertained by uh, Matt uh, and his counting of the Big 12 schools. <laughs> he... Uh, <laughs> He kind of confused himself a little bit, didn't he? <laughs> he used that new math. I guess it was. What is that called? I think he was using Common Core and was a little unfamiliar with how it works because it took him a minute and a half to figure out that there's going to be 14 teams yeah, 14 after teams. Texas and OU leave. Yeah. 14, two are leaving, adding four, maybe some more teams coming in. Not What's to the jump number going to be? Can we, yeah, 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 let's yeah, do it. Let's, it's let's worth it. That. Yeah, go. Aaron, let's see. They'd actually lose two, so it would be 14, right? If they added to the 10, and once they lose, uh, well, how, they're going to have 14 teams this year. So they'll have 12 moving forward. And, of course, if they added those four, <laughs> it would get to 16. There you go. That's everything you need to know right Minus there. Minus five, carry the three. Yeah, and yeah exactly. That's how you get 16 teams in the Big 12. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's good. That was very, uh, like I said, entertaining and informational. So that was coming out of the Mac Rhodes interview yesterday, which if uh, folks miss that, uh, they get another chance to hear that today. Yeah, it was it was in the 5 o'clock hour, and we know not everybody can listen to the whole show. Most people, a lot of people, you know, can only hear part of it. So sure. we had that interview with Mac in the 5 o'clock hour, so we're going to run that earlier today in the 4 o'clock hour. And it is a great interview, lots and lots of great information about college, about conference realignment and uh, the landscape of TV deals. He just went really in-depth about pretty much any question you could have about Big 12 expansion, all, all those big <laughs> topics that everyone's been talking about, for, well, for the last couple of years. You know, I mean, yeah. it started with Texas and Oklahoma going to the SEC. I mean, it started before that, but just the most recent right. big moves. Texas and Oklahoma obviously leaving the Big 12, and then USC and UCLA backing up and moving to the Big 10. Um, so he went in-depth about all of those topics. Big 12 expansion, conference realignment in general, what's going on with the ACC rumblings of yeah, very unhappy of schools, there. which doesn't surprise me. I've, said, I've been saying that for years. ESPN loves that contract because they have them, the the conference locked in for the next decade, super cheap. But there's not going to be a conference if that's all the money they're going to make for the next decade because yeah. the Big Ten and the uh, SEC are going to be making, right now, they would be making about four times Golly. the amount. Is it's that at least right? Three. Four times? It's at least three times is yeah. the amount. I think it may be close to four. Um, we'll say three, though. I know – that it's at least that much. And right now, the Big 12 looks like they could be close to double wow. what the ACC gets. And they're locked With, in through 36, yes, right? Yes, they're locked the in ACC is. for over a decade yeah. more to that uh, to that deal. One of the worst yeah. sports deals in, in TV history, yeah. it really was. You wanted the security of being on ESPN, the main network when it comes to college athletics, when it comes to sports in general. But, yeah, they got locked in at a very, very low price, and now the teams are understandably unhappy because yeah. it's going to be hard for them to compete when 
Northwestern and and uh, Vanderbilt are making 70, 60, 70 million more yeah. a year yeah. from conference yeah. revenue than than say Florida State or Clemson, hmm. and that's that's just not sustainable going forward. Those right. schools aren't going to stay for thirteen more years with those. Uh, that's a long way. Yeah, to go. with with those TV contracts. So we'll see how it shakes out. All right, and uh, so that's coming up. Mac Rhodes with uh, Matt Mosley, and I'll tell you this: Mac is very forthcoming. I mean, there's some things he can't talk about. Mm-hmm. You know that. And and Matt knows that, but but uh, for anything that he can talk about, he's very forthcoming with information. So it's really really good. So that's coming up on the Matt Mosley Show. Stay tuned for that four to six right here on ESPN Central Texas. Let's mention some birthdays for you today. Um, talking about uh, we started the hour talking about Cody Bradford and his debut with the Rangers. It is Eric Nadell's birthday today. I love that guy. I miss him and uh, wish nothing but the best. For for him um, has not been on the air yet this year, but hopefully we'll be back. I haven't heard any kind of update from him at all. Have you? No. I, well, I, I've, I've seen some uh, of his friends, like uh, Jared Sandler posted, okay. and I've seen a couple of other posts that he's talked to them and he's doing better. Okay. There's no timeline on I his return, you. I don't think. But um, I, according to some Twitter posts that I read, you know, he, he's doing better. So hopefully back in the booth, booth soon, Yeah, you know, as soon as he can, yeah. when he gets through dealing with, with, with the issues he's dealing with, it's a, I mean, it's, he really is one of the reasons why I got into broadcasting. One of the main mm. reasons, yeah. like if, if looking back at the time growing up and, and around the time when I was starting to try to de- decide what I wanted to do for a living, you know, it was, it was him and Brad Sham mm-hmm. and Randy Galloway. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, I want to do what those guys do. So I got cool. the radio. <laughs> That's cool. So wish the best for Eric Nadell. Happy birthday to him today. Other birthdays, it is uh, Mr. Harold Cunningham's birthday today. Happy birthday, Mr. Cunningham. Uh, it's Super Dave Ludke's birthday. Super Dave, uh, former Baylor women's tennis coach. Happy birthday to him. Leslie Edwards' birthday today. Corey Pitts. Uh, Truman Simon's birthday today. Happy birthday to him. Carrie Dixon's birthday. Also, former Baylor uh, football player, Carrie Dixon. So that's, um, that is all I have. I feel like I'm missing somebody, but that's all I've got for now. Who would you add to the birthday list? Got another long list today. Do you? <laughs> yes. Uh, Bill's Hall of Fame running back Thurman Thomas turns 57. Former Fox host Tucker, Carl- Tucker Carlson turns 54 today. Hall of Fame pitcher Jack Morris turns 68. Nirvana bassist Chris Novoselic turns 58 as well. Megan Fox, best known for her roles in the uh, Transformer series, been in a bunch of movies though, she turns 37. Janet Jackson turns 57. Deborah Winger, a name that a lot of people may not have heard for a very, very long time, turned 68, and she was star of a, a bunch of huge movies in yeah. the 70s and 80s. Urban Cowboy, Officer and Gentleman, she won an Oscar for Terms of Endearment and got nominated for Oscars for the other two, uh, but she just decided, decided to retire in hmm. 1995. Wow. She had had, she wanted to spend more time with her family and enjoying her life and, and the money she had made, and she did that. She came back, and she acts part-time now, but she's still basically retired so good for her. Yeah, she got exactly. some great roles. She won an Oscar, get <laughs> made some money, and said, "All right, I'm done. I'm I'll, done. I'll act when I want to now." <laughs> so happy birthday to Deborah Winger, 68 today. Danny Trejo is 79. 
and former 007 and former Remington Steel star Pierce Brosnan is 70. 70 years old. 70 wow. years old, yep. All right, good list there. Happy birthday to those folks. And uh, that's going to wrap things up for us. Stay tuned. Matt Mosley is coming up next with Stephanie. Stephanie's coming into the studio now, so stay tuned for that. We appreciate Brittany Newman being on with us. If you missed any or all of that, you can check it out on the web at SyntechSportsFan.com or on social media, just search at 1660 ESPN. Aaron, appreciate it. We'll see you tomorrow, and uh, we invite you to stay tuned. Matt Mosley is coming up next. Aaron, let's see. They would actually lose two, so it would be 14, right? If they added to the 10, and once they lose, uh, well, how, they're going to have 14 teams this year. So they'll have 12 moving forward. And, of course, if they added those four, it would get to 16.